Hi, hello, hello, hi, and welcome to all our hearts and minds. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds, the good and the bad, the concerning and uplifting, or just straight talk. We're your hosts, Kimmy, our passionate heart. Yeah. And me, Jeanette, our mind and chronic overthinker. Let's get into it. Yes. Please and thanks. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just jump into it. We have a big show today. How big was your week? Ones. You doing good? <laughs> My week was good. My week was good. Um, had a few things going on, but you know, it was good overall. And I went into the office twice this week. Record. Record timing, <laughs> you know, but uh, for the most part, it was a good week. It was okay. Um, awesome. Thankful to God, made it through. How about <laughs> you? Yeah, it was a pretty good week. Um, I didn't have the the fortitude to do two weeks, but I def two days. But um, I did one, and that was okay. You know, not beating myself up about it. And I think as the weather gets warmer, it'll be easier for me to do that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, all good in the hood. So I'll mm-hmm. just uh, jump into the high headlines. And I'm going to start with the Oscars, and it's not the topic you think, everybody, because the uh, infamous slap we'll be talking about in our workout. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be now. <laughs> light and easy. You know, we're not going to dig deep into that now. Okay, so yeah. first, just general Oscar highlights. Um, So, I mean, it was, we know what, they're, it's like hard to talk about anything else, but I mean, yes. the show so we happened. should try, because there I'm was trying. more to it. There I'm was trying. more to it. There was more to it. So I wanted to call out Questlove for winning the docu- uh, Best Documentary Award for Summer of Soul. I actually yes. watched that uh, documentary. It's something I was looking forward to. And um, it was actually amazing. I'd recommend anybody to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much about the launch of the Harlem Cultural Festival um, in the 70s. And the significance of that is that it was pretty much like the black, what do you call um, that festival in the 70s? Uh, Wood, uh, what was it called? Woodstock. Pretty much Woodstock. it was the black Woodstock. And we always hear about Woodstock, which obviously mm-hmm. I've seen footage. It's an amazing um, music festival that happened in the 70s. I think it only happened once. It was like so epic. And then mm-hmm. so the Harlem Cultural Festival was having these big shows and it was huge and like it just chronicles like the struggle and 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 to, to get it launched and and just the cultural importance and it's a i'd recommend anybody to watch it so uh congrats to Questlove for that mm-hmm. um best song um what went to billy eilish's no time to die and i'm just calling that out because everybody thought Encanto was gonna take it we don't talk mm-hmm. about Encanto. I think had two songs, and to me, I watch Encanto, and honestly, those songs I wouldn't would be kudos to them if they won as well. But um, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish won for No Time to Die, and that actually is a pretty. It's a beautiful song. Billie Eilish and her brother don't miss. So, <laughs> congrats mm-hmm. to her for that from the James Bond movie. And um, I guess outfits. Was there any outfits that you saw that? that spoke to you yes there were a few okay. um first um i did want to touch on uh tiffany haddish yes yes <laughs> she had to put people back in check we just want to <laughs> mention that quickly but her dress was gorgeous i thought she paired it well with the black the blonde hair yes um, she looked beautiful i think she looked absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. if you ask me mm-hmm. um but we're not going to go too deep into Tiffany, but she had to check somebody on the Ooh, red carpet. Okay. Yes, she did. And the girl who she had to check 
didn't even have on her damn shoe. So <laughs> the irony, the, the irony of it all, mm-hmm. you know, with this whole, oh, what costume do you No, No, that was a microaggression. We all yes. see it. We all know it. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice to see that she checked her in her beautiful, beautiful gown. Um, and so Meg the Stallion, for me. Oh, yes. I, I like, loved her. Dress. You, you like to come down on Meg, but Meg kept it. She was one of the classiest considering her she music read videos. The room. Her dress, yeah. oh my she God, read the room. it was beautiful, it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous color on her skin. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that is beautiful. It was like a bluish, grayish. Gray. Yeah, it's a nice color. Um, Almost like violetish kind of. Mm-hmm. It was given, it was giving a lot. And it was mm-hmm. nice to see Meg the Stallion in a classy situation. Mm-hmm. Um, But to be quite honest, she's a beautiful girl. She it was a beautiful gown, mm-hmm. but she could have blended in. She could have blended in. You could have <laughs> you could have missed her. You know what I mean? Like you could have missed it. You know what I'm saying? But no, her I think dress, her dress. She looked beautiful. I'm not gonna say that she wasn't, but to see to say that she was like so out, you know, at, you know, just outstanding. I don't know. know. Like, I put her. I'm definitely putting her in the top ten in terms of dresses. Well, I thought Lupita. Oh yeah, she, I, dress. you got me. Yeah, Lupita's she, in my. Yeah, Lupita's actually. She's in my top three. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, top but three. Yeah, like, and you looked like an Oscar. Like you <laughs> looked like the. But she, you know, Lupita never like. Listen, Lupita's always going to be in the top three. Lupita doesn't miss. Okay, no, she doesn't <laughs> miss. And for and why I want to take a minute on that is because she's a dark skinned black woman mm-hmm. who has found a way for her, her, her complexion and her shade to shine mm-hmm. in fashion. Like she never misses. She's always in nope. my top three. I look out for her. Can I see what's happening with Lopita? Um, <laughs> yes. Another person uh, was Zendaya. Yo. Zendaya looks nice. I another think... one who doesn't miss. I mean, she was she more doesn't miss. low she knows how to. She knows how to dress her body. Yes, you know she has a model's body. Bo- she has a model's body, so it's easy. She but... does, <laughs> but she she sorry. Sorry about this, but the truth is she's a straight up and down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She don't really have too many curves to her, yes. you know, and stuff like that. And so that type body shape could definitely be hard to style, but she does it with class and grace. So mm-hmm. those were the people where I was like, yes. Now one dress that I didn't like. Okay. And I know this is going to, people <laughs> are going to think I'm tying it into stuff, but I did not like Jada's dress. I did not like it. I think if the I thing is, I love that color. I love that. I love that color. But the only thing I don't like about it is the collar. I think I could live with it if she had it open, like an open uh, chest. But the the turtle, the neck, the high neck thing, I can't live with. But I love the color. I love the bottom. But the top can go. Well, here's where I didn't like. I first of all, that color's in. Yes, like, don't even get into it. That color is definitely in. It's hot right now. Um, it's like a I don't want to say a foresty green, but it's like a emeraldy emerald kind of yeah, it's green. Definitely emerald, right? Yeah. And so, right, she did it well, but I think Jada is very small. Like, she's, she's small, very yeah. That's she's too woman. short for the dress. And I just felt like, are you being swallowed up by the dress? Yes. Blink twice if you're okay. Like it just. <laughs> This is giving too much. Now, I think, it, like, I agree with you. If it had a, a plunging neckline, mm-hmm. that would have looked 
bombastic Mm -hmm. for me it would have looked really great but it just wasn't given what i needed it to give okay you know um i agree it almost seemed like a distraction to the bald head but anyways anyways that's that's what i have to say okay so me i had lupita in my top i had lupita I have mm-hmm. um, Jessica Chastain. I think she won for Best Actress. I had her, maybe can't remember, but she had like a gorgeous, like, it was like a metallic top and then it goes, that flows down into this like purple flowy thing. And then mm. she has her, she has red hair. So I guess oh, everything yes. pops. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I really loved her dress. Um, Zoe Kravitz. I, oh, and we're going to talk about Zoe Kravitz too in the workout. But her, you know, Zoe Kravitz is another, she's like Zendaya. Like the, physically like designers designed for those type of body types so she looked amazing tiffany haddish is on her first dress the dolce that was green and um mm-hmm. no strapless Ooh, gorgeous and i said lupita already because you said mm-hmm, lupita. Mm-hmm. and i think yeah those are it. lupita tiffany and um, so what do you think about zendaya zendaya wasn't doing I, it she was doing it i feel like but you know for, what i want i need more from her because that look no i i loved i love it before I loved it because her. for her, it was, it was, cause it's like this, when I look at the let, cause I'm literally looking at the picture. Like I actually love it. It's amazing. But because mm-hmm. I've seen her do such, Zendaya has licked down the red mm-hmm. carpet. So this is tame for her. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I'd actually, I actually do love it, but it's just because mm-hmm. I've seen her like for me in her, for, for Zendaya, this mm-hmm. is like a seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for Zendaya but for a regular mm-hmm. red carpet this is a 10 but mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. because like she like when the movie Dune came out mm-hmm. all her red carpet looks I was like Jesus girl mm-hmm. like you're giving them too much mm-hmm. but, uh, statements yeah, too much mm-hmm. but I actually love it and you know was she wasn't like she was just there she wasn't like really actually no Dune was up there for best director I think but yeah those are my choices like for bad dresses not not bad, but like thing too. I won't say bad, but oh, Gabriel Union also looked good. I saw a picture of her, um, and but you know she's she's always usually mm-hmm. um, she mm-hmm. she's like always mid. Like she's never oh, she's never gonna wow you, but she's never she's gonna safe. She's safe. She's always safe. Oh, mm-hmm. Serena, what the fuck? I don't know if now okay, Serena. When I saw Serena's hell? look, right? Like I saw the look. I saw the look. <laughs> And I was like, she needed to wear the gloves to pull off the look. I'll be honest. Like, okay. she had to wear the gloves to Why? kind of pull off the entire look that she was so trying to get. Okay, yeah, true. I guess I could get it because you're giving like, that, like, the 20s. Like, from the top to the bottom, right? Yeah, she, yeah. she had to put on the gloves because it was like, I don't know about this. Ooh. And second, the one thing that I didn't like is... Mm-hmm. She's had work done. Yeah, I told you, it's getting worse. I feel like remember I t- I, f- I think one I'm not this like, is becoming an addiction. Like last month, I couldn't remember. I sent like the thing is I've been noticing it, but now it's so obvious. Like before, it's I was in like, your face. It's, it's like in your face. It's too much, and I think she's definitely. What's her bleached. name? That changed your face. Is she needs to change her name, Michelle? What's her? Yeah, name? she Serena doesn't need to change her name yet, but she's getting there. She no, needs to but stop. we're getting there. We're getting there. She needs to stop. We're getting there. She needs we to are. stop. Like, it's yeah. not necessary. Like, if she yeah, should just leave it. Yeah, it's starting to look like um, 
trolling. Like I, I, I don't know. She's I, just I starting don't, to get like that it. plastic surgery face. It's it's there actually. Yeah. So she needs to it not really do doesn't suit her. Oh, it honorable really mention, doesn't. honorable mention to Lori Harvey. I don't know if you saw her, but it's oh my gosh, gorgeous. She's wearing oh okay, it's a couture dress. Yeah, Lori mm-hmm. Harvey. Take check it out when you're done. So I yeah, will. that was the Oscars. At least the part that we care about. There was obviously a lot of great winners, but I mean, you mm-hmm. all can check it out. We just wanted to kind of go over that. I meant again. The workout we'll be talking about Will versus Chris Rock. Okay, mm. so getting moving on to headlines. So, um, Ontario uh, earlier this week um, announced that they will be going ahead with ten dollar day child care, and this is a support of a federal um, program. So that means the federal government was initiating it. But funny enough, mm-hmm. I was like celebratory until I read that Ontario was the last province to sign on. Yeah. And I guess Dougie, Doug Ford just decided to do that because it's a re-election year. So he's yeah. doing everything he can to get on everybody's, um, half side. side. Mm-hmm. So this is going to go in. It's a, okay. So the deal commits to the federal government in providing 10.2 billion to Ontario over a five-year period to bring the cost of child care down to ten dollars a day in 2025 so that's three years from now but that's still a good thing i think i know you have a child i'm sure you've mm-hmm. had you know you've gone through paying through that and everybody i know of kids unless you're getting government subsidy um it is really expensive really, really expensive it's crazy so when this was uh in the talks and in the works, I was paying close attention. Cause mm-hmm. like you said, I do have a daughter and she is in, you know, um, before and after care. And so it does affect me. However, it doesn't because of the age of my child. Yes. So um, the age specifically is from, you know, newborn mm-hmm. to just before grade one, which here in Canada would be like senior kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And so you get some leeway on that right off the jump, right off the rip. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of the $10 a day for everybody else, that's going to take some time to actually take effect. And so us parents, the ones that have children that are over the age of like, what is it, five? Mm -hmm. um, We're going to have to wait this out a little longer. But the ones that have children and multiple children is where it really makes an effect. Yes, yeah. It really makes a difference because it's expensive out here for child care and good child care too at that because yeah. whether you're with subsidy or not, you want to be in a good program in a good area because you know many, many years ago, many years ago, I was, you know, a teaching assistant at a daycare center and they had seven different locations and best believe me, depending on where I was, you could see it in the childcare. Mm-hmm. So if I was in more of an urban area, cause I went from seven different centers, I would see that they would have more processed foods, their fruits and vegetables weren't as fresh. But when I went outside into like the more, um, I'd say middle class to high class um, income, you would see that they are having like roasted this and and this type of greens and a mixed spinach greens mm-hmm. and all these fresh fruits and, and very little processed foods. And so with that being said, you can see that this is gonna definitely make a difference. And, you know, parents can um, 
rest assured that, you know, they, it's not going to, you have to take up a part-time job to send your child to school. You understand? Like that's how it is around here in Canada. So um, we have great child care system. Don't get me wrong. However, you have to pay for it. And so it's nice to see that the government, even on the last ditch effort <laughs> before the re-election, put in the things. It's good to see that he did that, though. He could have done it for uh, several other sectors in our society here in Ontario, but he did. And so hopefully he appeals to many hearts on voting day. <laughs> okay. So moving on. Um... Maury, Maury Povich. I'm sure mm -hmm. that name rings a bell. Those classic scenes. Everybody. Your classic mm -hmm. formula on the show where mm -hmm. you have uh, a mother and father arguing about the DNA of a child. And <laughs> that, I don't know, before it used to be like any of those other daytime, like, I don't know what you call those shows, but like uh, Jerry's, not, not even like Jerry, I wouldn't even put him like, like Ricky Lake and... Uh, I don't no, know. No, I think he Jerry Springer is right. He segued a whole He's, different. Level I think of before talk he show. wasn't he wasn't like that, but he <laughs> he took the Jerry Springer formula sometime down the road. But before he was like the Ricky Lakes and the and the uh, uh, at I don't first know. until it started. Staging. Yes, and mm -hmm. so the show after thirty one years. Wow. Um, he is retiring. They're not canceling it, but he is retiring, and he had actually, I think, I read wanted to retire a, a couple a few years ago but i think he felt um i think he he felt bad about uh i guess i don't know maybe this it was it so i decided to he wanted to go two years ago but um i think maybe they convinced him to kind of stay on but now he's like no i'm ready to retire and mm -hmm. and and move on and at 83 years he definitely deserves that at his yes. age yes he should be able to relax um, and we're good. We don't need to see any of these, these, these baby daddy dramas anyway. So no, it's just bringing everything down into <laughs> the race to the bottom. But anyway, oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm moving on. Um, there has been a big story in, mm -hmm. um, professional swimming that's been going on for the past two weeks. And, who it's about this transgendered swimmer who who won the NCAA swimming title um a couple weeks ago and um the significance of that is this person as a male was ranked like around 4 in the 400 level when he was a male and he was and, and Leah Thomas is her name and Leah Thomas when she did before she transitioned was uh just a year ago and so she's only be transitioned from a year ago so that in itself is unfair okay that's just my stance now mm -hmm. and and now so she's won and so obviously there's going to be a controversy and the female athletes are gonna feel away and, and justifiably from my point of view right mine too mm -hmm. and you know i don't i don't want you know, we want everybody to be included. I'm not trying to exclude, but I my my theory or my proposition would be we need to have a trans you need to create that transgender athletics situation. Yes, so that's they right. can fairly compete as well with people that fall into that category because that's right. I think it it's not unfair to say that um, somebody who was living who was a male up until like nineteen, twenty years 
Hmm. I wonder how old. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to figure out how old this person is, but they're in call. They're college age. So mm-hmm. even if they're like 20, and last year up until 19, you were a male and you started taking hormones. You only been taking female hormones for a year. That's not gonna do. That's not enough to reverse all that male testosterone that you had mm-hmm. running through your body all the way through puberty up into young adulthood so it's just unfair like yes you're gonna win like that's not competitive like we're talking about competitive sports and the the spirit of sports mm-hmm. is about fairness and i think um you know i don't think i'm being crazy by saying not that at all that's not fair. you're not at all and uh when i saw this story i was kind of um it was bittersweet because mm-hmm. I'm glad that we've come to a point in our society where we can allow people to be free to mm-hmm. be who they want to be, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the bitter part was, why you got to come in and take over our shit? Like, yeah. bruh, go fight or not, bruh. <laughs> not bruh. Watch Sis. my pronouns. Sis. Watch my pronouns. <laughs> Sis. Sis. Please find your own lane, okay? And it's not over yesa. Mm. Because, and the reason why I say that mostly is because women had to really push and and thrive in, in sports to be acknowledged mm-hmm. in the Olympics or in the sport at, at all. Mm-hmm. And so now you want to just come and take over the situation and i don't particularly like that i feel like yeah they do need to create like a transgender um league yes i guess um i'm not even sure that's what you would i don't know what to call it but what i do know is that you need to come out of the women's category you yourself are not identifying as a full woman and in order for you to be in my books okay if we really want to take this deep you need to be kind of you know crossed over to being yes. a woman you like, need to be I, taking these hormones like yeah, for a, a you need long to be, no, time you need, to, you need to almost re- represent like like look like a female to yes. me mm-hmm. and you need to have the qualities and softness that females have mm-hmm. i'm sorry men naturally have better upper body strength yeah yes yep. okay naturally mm-hmm. i don't care I, I don't care who you are mm-hmm. you could be you you know you could be a pipsqueak on the on the damn corner at the end of the day he will naturally have more upper body strength than a woman will and mm-hmm. unfortunately for men we have it in our legs we have it in our lower body you could break a man's neck with your thighs i'm telling you <laughs> so it's not fair and i used to swim many years ago mm-hmm. at one point you know, going around a, like a, a pool doing laps was nothing for me. But one thing that was always hard is women, we naturally have breasts that mm-hmm. kind of weigh us forward. So when you're trying to swim, you have to have really broad strokes to keep you above water, like to keep you f- like not sinking. Mm-hmm. It, it's harder. Mm-hmm. It, you have to have more body upper strength. You have to sh- train your body. Yeah, we see the bodies of swimmers we you see the, it their if upper body at, it, is it like, so like an broad arrow. it's you so look broad. like an arrow mm-hmm. because you're you're right and so with that being said now this transgender person is competing with girls who naturally do not have the same strength upper body mm-hmm. that a man would and you naturally come into it with that 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely unfair. I don't want to go too deep into no, it no, no. I have my own opinions about that. But yeah. I need you to come out and create your own shit. Like yeah. I, I don't I like I don't like to be divisive and have separation, but in mm. the same breath, in order to be fair, because I don't think it's fair for those young ladies who have been training for their whole life. Yeah, that's you know just it. Saying? That's all I'm trying to so. say. That's it. Okay, so moving on um from that. Okay, another huge story. Man, I kind of feel bad. It's um, the basketball player, Brittany Griner. Brittany Mm -hmm. Griner has been arrested in Russia, and she was arrested February 17th. But I think the story, I know I didn't see anything pop up until sometime in early March. Mm -hmm. So I think it was somebody, I think some... um, some people in the sports community who knew about it, like black women, that's where I first saw it. Maybe there was mm-hmm. other people, but I first saw it from um, Carrie Campion, and um, she was saying, letting people know that this that this is what happened. So essentially, she was arrested on February seventeenth, and the Russian police in the airport, and they claimed that um, they found vape cartridges containing hash oil in her luggage. And, um, so that was the basis for her arrest. And so, obviously, there's a war going on over that side of the world. Mm-hmm. And this is not the time American an American wants to be trapped in Russia. That's all. No matter not if you're famous or you're not famous, an American not does not, not want to be in a Russian jail right now, okay? And we, we know, we all know why. And basically, the update on that story is, so she's been there, She's not re- she has not been released, but the latest update is that um, she was in a court, I think I saw this about a week ago, she was in court, and her arrest has been extended to May, so that's another two months she has to stay mm. there. The court has granted the request of an investigation and an extended period of detention of the U.S. citizen Griner um, on May 19th, and that's from the... Um, association um i think it's their new oh russian state news so and again you can't can't, even trust you mm -hmm. can't even trust the russian state news no i don't believe nothing i say (laughs) um it's all a lie no but can the u.s government not extradite her like i don't understand here's what i'm that's where i'm confused commentators are saying because remember so what they they don't want to put too much Push back on the U.S. Uh, Russian government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, pretty much they don't want to put too much public attention on it because then they're going to feel like, okay, yeah, we really have leverage, right? Because even though, remember, yes, she's plays for the WNBA, but if it was an NBA player, I feel like this would be a big hoopla and, and there would be a whole heap of noise, right? But I think they don't want to, if you make them see that you're really trying to bring her in or there's this big hoopla going on in the media for her then that's even more reason for them to hold on to her as a token you know what i mean like you get it as a prisoner of war yeah i get that right Mm -hmm. i get that but so you're saying that if this were a man we'd go to what, no, this would go to war for him. No, like, no, it's understand. not. It's not about the sex. It's more of like the importance of the person. She's 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 a big somebody. Which <laughs> no, she, she is. She is. But I'm saying it's like they don't know how important. I feel like they want, oh, okay. like you know, if it was like a a um, a politician, they know they'd have for a fact that they have a prisoner that they can use to leverage. Right now, I feel like you're testing the waters. And they're using what they have. But some people are saying that if it was like LeBron James, that 
it wouldn't be going on like this. Like the U.S. would be pushing more. None at all. You think None so? at all. The think U.S. So? would have the first plane over to the Russian Okay, yeah, channel. you agree. Yeah, okay. Yes, I do, 100%. And even if it were a white person, oh, goodness. Mm. Oh, yes, we would have a big issue. Um, you know, um, but I, think I don't I'm... understand why she hasn't been extradited. I don't yeah. understand why they haven't asked for her like I don't understand like yeah. I, I get why they don't want to we all know why she's a black woman they don't want to push that narrative they'd rather I also black think it's suffer in the I Russian also think jail. it's I also think it's safer for them again like if they feel you don't want to make them feel like they have leverage so it's safer to do everything like I hear that they're doing everything behind closed doors certain things you can't publicize again this there's a war going on and honestly even though it's happening over there in eastern Europe the US is heavily heavily influences into why this war like of course so, and w- that's why i wanted to say and i'll leave it at this for my yeah. opinion on this one yeah this is all politically driven of course and the person that is suffering the most is the black woman that's in the jail yeah in the russian jail big so- old almost seven foot woman yes in a russian jail yeah. okay <laughs> in the middle of nowhere in the russian jail while there's a war going on yeah so it's politically driven. Yeah, it's very whenever, scary. Whenever something is politically driven, yeah. unfortunately, the bystanders suffer the most. Yeah, and, and in I, this case, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel bad. Because I, I would be petrified if I was her because you're just thinking something I didn't mention is uh, the reason, the whole reason she's even there is because like many uh, WNBA players, they play in Europe to make up, you know, the WNBA pay is not that great. Crap. So, so they it's play. Like, it's like them having a job like a teacher. They're making like 50000 a year. Like it's crap. Yeah. It's so, ridiculous. And if they were to value women in basketball, we wouldn't have this issue at all. There would be no woman in no jail in the Russia. Yes, exactly. So she was playing there and that's when she's comfortable. Like Russia is like her second home. So maybe that she's used to walking through the airport with a vape pen or maybe she forgot it was in there or what. But unfortunately for her, Lord of mercy, she looks like mm-hmm. she's a prisoner of war. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we're praying prayers for Britney. For prayers up for Britney, yes. man. Okay, so now moving on to music news. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about Miss Big Lotto. Lotto. Lotto had a new album recently. Uh, I think it's her second major um, album, Triple Seven or Seven Seven Seven, the lucky number, and um, and God's. I think it's the God's number. They say so. Uh, she has been doing a lot of podcasts. I've seen her, I've seen her on The Breakfast Club. I've seen her on Angie Martinez. I even saw her on Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the girl all is... about the place, yeah. She mm-hmm. has been promoting that album. So mm-hmm. I gave it one listen, I think. I gave it one listen. I don't know. I think there was, like, a lot of hype. I think it's okay. I don't know. She, she has a lot... She has some good singles. I think as an album... Yeah, it's a little bit um, it's like just, you know, when you have an album, there's an album with singles, which is good singles. And there's a good album where, you know, it's as a as a complete total package. It's amazing and cohesive and you can see the vision and and the goal for it. Right. You know what I call those albums? Mm -hmm. I call them forward because Mm -hmm. what I end up having to do is press forward. Next, (laughs) next track. Oh, here's the popular one. 
Okay, next track. <laughs> <laughs> there's albums you play. Mm-hmm. Then there's albums you forward. And she's one of them. She, ha- I'm not going to say that she's not good at what she's doing. She's yeah, good she's good. No, she has, she was working. And she's, she's a little different. Yes. There's I something like her. about her that's a little different. No, you could take, she takes rapping. You could tell she takes rapping serious. It's not like, uh, uh, she's not a girl that a guy found and pushed into rapping because it was mm-hmm. an easy package. She's been rapping mm-hmm. since she's a child. And you could tell. Like, she takes it very seriously. Yeah, I haven't listened to the full album, mm. but from her singles, yeah, they're bops. They're yeah, bops, but yeah. uh, again, forgettable. You know, I'm sorry, Lotto, yeah. you need to you need a give us, now that you put this out, you need to be dropping something soon. The, yeah, the only one is B, BDE, Big Dick Energy is the one that's still, that's her big song, and I think it's still, um, I think it's still mm-hmm. that song for her. And then, um, wheelie is a song the big single that she has for this and it's actually mm-hmm. a good, it's a good song but it's like a club song that's going to be probably hot for the summer and go away mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i i saw the video and i was like damn this video looks kind of cheap um hate to say hate to say it i mean if it's a girl's second album you guys have her everywhere i mean spend some money on the big video like i, I mean, don't know <laughs> Yeah, do some. But, but anyway, uh, it's a sol- I think it's solid. It's just solid. That's only one listen. I think if I listen to it a couple of times, I'll probably have some more Make standouts. More, yeah. But I only had yeah. a, a quick listen. So that's my first initial. Definitely worth a listen, though. Definitely worth a listen. Okay, moving on to our first segment, which is a lot of mercy. A lot of mercy. Jesus, that new you. This week, we're going to talk about the... That's my watch coming in. And that's exactly... (laughs) I didn't understand. That's actually... Yeah, you know, we're going to keep that in the episode. Yeah, that's actually... I didn't understand. Yes! So, Tanji... I just can't. I can't. That was so perfect. Yes. So, um, Kitanji Brown Jackson was nominated by... Joe Biden as a um, to be the new Supreme Court judge because somebody retired and um, she was going through her confirmation hearings last week and I was mm-hmm. watching I saw the clips and stuff and it was oh triggering it was so triggering I was like I mean we yeah, know the I Republicans tr- I was triggered a couple times yeah man mm-hmm. we know since Joe Biden won the Republicans are up in arms and just trying to shut down the black vote and just black voices because they you know black people are the reason Joe Biden won that election I think that goes without saying mm-hmm. and um damn like with Senator the Republicans came for her neck and they were just attention grabbing and a commentary that I heard from people is that these people just came for TV time. They get a chance to have a TV time and they can push their agenda while this is going on. But at the sake of insulting a very intelligent and qualified very person. Intel- the excellence. She was yes. act- she's actually, I saw this grid. Somebody put a grid together for all the judges that are in the Supreme Court and, and stacked up Katanji Brown Jackson's qualifications versus theirs. And she is the most qualified of everybody who's already on there. Overly qualified. Overly qualified, if you ask me. Okay. However, you know, she's been nominated and she's accepted the challenge, but it was just a damn disgrace. People were bringing in their political agendas, asking questions that have nothing to do with what a Supreme Court judge that would rule over. It was embarrassing. They actually look like clowns. 
disgusting. They came for the woman's neck and she handled it with grace, grace. and excellence. Like either uh, the looks on her, I could read the, her eyebrows. I read her it. Lip. I read right through it. I was like, girl, <laughs> girl, please. <laughs> this stupid ass. The composure she kept. Stupidness. Oh my goodness. She, she better. You are a better woman. Yes, you hear me? You are, you are a better woman. Because when they start asking me questions like, so what does a woman really mean? What mm. does that really mean? I saw a clip of this white woman asking this educated black woman such stupid, stupid mockery of questions. And I couldn't understand how that would affect her holding the position. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't make a connection. You know, we're talking about a woman who she is, she was a trial lawyer. Yes. So for her to even get to this point right here is unheard of. Mm. It's unheard of for hundreds of years. Okay. And I want to, I just need to stop and take a moment on this one. Mm -hmm. This is a dark skinned black woman no ambiguousness here who is in this position and they actually have the gall to ask her some of the those embarrassing disgusting insulting of my intelligence type of questions mm -hmm. this is a woman of excellence how dare you but she showed you you want to play the game do you okay yeah. So here, I was, here's a, I'm going to, here's one of the call out you. So that woman who asked about the, um, gender thing is the def definition of a woman was one ridiculous one. Another ridiculous one that I want to call out before, uh, go on is Senator Cruz, Ted Cruz. Um, I think he's, uh, the Senator for, uh, Texas, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, um, he held up a book called anti-racist baby. And he asked her, do you agree with this book that babies are racist? And this is a video that's going around where she pauses. She pauses for a good 10 seconds. And she just gets the deepest sigh from the soul of every black woman. Senator. Senator. And she was quiet. She paused for a full 10 seconds. And then she responded. And she, you know, she kept it. She had to give her a moment, herself a moment there. She really did. And I don't blame her. She says, I don't, I don't, her at all. I don't believe that any child should be made to feel as though they are racist or not value, valued or less than that they are victims or oppressors. She said that eventually, you know, he continued from there. And he was just trying to berate her. And she to cut it off, she said, I have not reviewed any of those books. They don't come up in my work as a judge. Hear that? Thank a you. judge. Which Bring I, it back. Which I'm Bring respectfully, which I am respectful, I'm respectfully here to address. Yes, cut him off. Okay? Because, of course, you're bringing up the whole CRT thing, which is another disaster going on over there. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, it was just, it was triggering. But, you know, kudos to her. She got through it. And at the end, um, Cory Booker, I thought it was a little bit dramatic, but um, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he came on and he reassured her. He is a... I think he's yeah. He conf he confirmed his vote. Thank yeah, you. he confirmed her her vote her vote her vote his vote for her, and he also like you know kind of pushed some positivity back on her. She was basically railed across the nails um, 
for a position <sighs> that other people don't have to be, you know, ever have to worry about. Yeah, and I mean they do Disgusting. have to go through through that not process. Not like this. Yeah, not, not like, like this. this. Like they challenged her intelligence, and I think that was like my my biggest thing. And you know, when he ends, he she actually like cries after. So that's how you know it was she kept it together but i think once when when Corey was pushing love and positivity into her and she started to cry i thought that was um very beautiful because he said you know you are worthy you're a great american you've earned this spot nobody is going to steal your joy and you know what that's every day that's a mantra all of us should say to ourselves we wake up well you know what we do it might not be those exact words no. but i think every black woman that gets up every morning, says to themselves something of, of encouragement or something to get them through to the next day. So, you know, kudos to you, Black woman. I am so happy that you kept your composure, even through the nonsense. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that I have a hard time doing is when people try to insult my intelligence. Yes. And how dare you? She's an intelligent brilliant black woman mm -hmm. and for you to demean her in such a way good good on you good on you girl but we's gonna move on because them people are them republicans they mm -hmm. can take their foot off your neck mm -hmm. okay because you done did the do so you're good now push through but anyways we're gonna go on into the call out the call out so my question to you is do you feel like you're a leader or a follower and why um i'm a leader i'm a leader in that um like and i'm not talking about work i think in general i'm more of a leader because like i'm somebody who if i like basically like I, I can go along with things. I don't have a problem mm -hmm. going along with things, even though I'm a leader. I don't need I don't need to go along. If I'm in a situation where I need to be I need to take control, then I can do that. Also, if I'm not just I'm a very stubborn person. It's that Taurus thing. Like mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna go for anything. Never, ever, no. ever. I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. Never ever. Even my parents. I'm not gonna go mm -hmm. for it. I've always been mm -hmm. like that. So definitely if it's between a leader and a follower, I can say I'm a leader. Definitely, yeah. Well, for me, I would say the same. And the, I, the reason why I would say I'm a leader is because, well, there's a few things. It made me think to myself, so what do you think is a leader? Yes. Right? And uh, one of the things is that you don't mind stepping away from the crowd. Yes. You, you don't mind going out on your own or doing your own thing or getting yourself to a place where you're comfortable or whatever dreams you mm -hmm. want to accomplish. You don't mind stepping away from the masses. And for myself, like when I was younger, I was very, very much extroverted, yeah. very much. Yes. Where I could be in the crowd, I could be a part of the crowd, the center of the crowd, the whole crowd, I'm good. However, as I aged, I realized that I have no problem with moving solo. I have no problem with taking on tasks of life yeah. and taking them by the horns and really diving deep into getting what I need to get done. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have no problem, you know, now walking at the beat of my own drum. So I don't know if back then I was more of a follower because I was more of an extrovert mm -hmm. or 
now because I'm not so much and I'm more introverted and I can move on my own. Mm -hmm. Another quality that I think that I have is I'm able to listen to the people around me. Yeah. Not do what they say. Yes. But I can hear what they're saying. Yes. So mm -hmm. there's a big difference, right? And I personally believe that a leader should be able to read the room. Mm -hmm. If they are leading like staff, you know, whether it's in a job or even just in a project that you're doing to hear what their concerns are and to, to, to value who they, uh, and what they have to say to the overall completion of a task or, or whatever. And so for me, I can do that. So I, I do want to say that I'm very much a leader. Um, last thing about that though, is I like to be in control of certain things. Like if something's going a certain way, I'm very much a planner. I'm very much, I like to execute my plan. I like to not have to do it twice. That was something that my parents kind of like drilled into my head when I was young. Do it right the first time. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to come back and do it again. Right? And that was something that always stuck with me. So that's my answer. So what's your question? What's your question? Let's move on. Move okay. On. Um, so spring is coming. Cuffing season is over. Hot girl <laughs> summer I'll come. <laughs> and so I was going to ask what if you wanted to share, if you could share mm -hmm. one of your dating pet peeves. You are you are taking you're getting married. It's been a while, but I'm sure you can remember those times leading up. Oh before. yeah, I can remember them because they're still like yeah, I've been off the market for a long time, but still I can remember those those days, man. Woo. Girl. One of my biggest pet peeves with a dude. Now, this is going to sound very traditionalist, which okay. It's okay. Own it. It's okay. <laughs> I own it. Walk with me here. Cause I want to be a woman. I want to be pampered. If you're going to say, if you're going to ask to go out with me, you automatically should pay. Yeah. Automatically. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Um, you can come for me if you like, but I just feel like there's chivalry in that and court me. So hold on. So hold on. So my pet peeve is when you think you're going to try to pull a fast one, you know, where <laughs> you think you're going to take me out to the, to the restaurant or something and, oh, let's go Dutch or, Has that or happened? I only have, or I only have 20 on it. I have a or, question. I have a question. Has that yes, happened? it has. Oh Lord. Yes. Mm -mm. Needless to say, never saw him again. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just like, are you for real? Like, are you kidding me? And the place that we went was so cheesed out. Like, in the sense where <laughs> here in Canada, this is when I was younger. Like, I was in my early 20s, you know? Yes, yeah. And I'm dating and stuff like that and whatever. And the guy took me to, like, Swiss Chalet, Regent. Like, Ooh. Swiss Chalet, Regent. Like, here in, <laughs> here in Canada, Swiss Chalet is not, like, some big restaurant. You know, it's not... <laughs> you know, whatever. So we went and it seemed like, cause I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hungry and I'm going to order this. 
And I did that to see like what his response, how his vibe was going to be. Yes. Like, is he going to be ordering salads around here? Like, what are you doing? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Are you having a meal or not? So mm-hmm. we, I had my full meal because I was raised. You always have your get vex money. You mm-hmm. always, you don't walk out your house unless you have money in your hand. See me? Yeah. So even though I'm going on a date with this guy, I know I can afford it. So I'm having the double leg and fries. Yes, yeah. I am. With the side salad. Keep in mind, this- listeners, at, at Swish LA, that's a $15 meat. Thank you. $20, $20. tops. $20. If you want a dessert, that's like 25 Yeah. You know, refillable drinks. Like, this is like the Sizzla yes. for most people in the States. Okay? So, anywho, we go now. Bill comes. I noticed that he had, what did he have? He had, like, just the basic, like, quarter chicken dinner. It's like maybe 10 bucks, mm-hmm. 12 bucks. And I'm eating up a storm. I'm like, yeah, my Caesar salad. Got my Caesar, you know. Took a little doggy bag, everything. Mm-hmm. Bill comes. Manzum's like, oh, I got 10 on that. I'm like, what? Huh? You got 10 on that? And he takes out a $10 bill, brethren, and he put it down on the couch. I was like, what? So, of course, me being me. I'm like, no, how about you give that as a tip and I'll just pay the bill, okay? You take your $10 and put it down as a tip for this woman right here <laughs> and yeah. I'll just pay the bill. Yeah. I never talked to him again. I never saw him again. I didn't yeah. want to be around him again. No, because you can't it was like up anyone. until that point in time, it like he acted like he was going to take me out to dinner mm-hmm. and wanted to show me a good time because he was interested in getting to know me. But mm-hmm. little did I know he was trying to walk away with big, big dinner in, in the Swiss chalet and he's walking <laughs> with his ten dollars. Like what you mean? What? That doesn't cover the tip, that doesn't cover the tax, that doesn't Damn. cover the what you mean? Bad assing. God, Lord, Dude, thank you, Jesus. You've been, deli- you've been done. They're over and done with. Yeah, <laughs> done. Because I couldn't take that. It just, you know what? If we're gonna go, I'm not expecting you to pay for everything. But if you're gonna act like you want to take me out on a date, then do it properly. Do yeah, it. Don't do it. Right or just, or just take me to coffee. <laughs> if the budget is low. Then Take you, me for a coffee. How about we go to the little Tim Hortons, get a little coffee for $2, walk down the road, you know, whatever. But if you're going to act like, no, but that's the thing. He wanted, he was expecting more out of it than what he could give. Mm. It, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? So after that, I never talked to him again. So that's my pet yeah. peeve. Stop fronting. Stop fronting. <laughs> Just come straight. And I could work with the straight. Like, I could work with, you know what, I'm really hungry, but I'm kind of broke right now. I might have just been like, you know what, don't even watch that. Let's go and get something to eat, and that's that. Yeah. The the bill would have been 40 bucks, 50 bucks with a tip. Like, what what you really saying? And, you, know and you, saying? you deal with it, but you can't you can't see that person. Well, again, you, you're young. You were young. You're in your 20s. I, I guess it's different. I was, I was working. I had I had money. Yeah, no, it's no, it's unacceptable. Actually, so, what I'm really trying to say is it's unacceptable. It but, really is. Like, don't you know? don't he ask was anybody. Than me. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah he oh, was no. closer to thirty than I. Yeah. Yikes. But anywho, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Okay, so I was gonna say I don't know if I said this before, but the uh, FBI interrogation. <laughs> FBI interrogation. Like, if you are like questioning 
everything. Don't do it with Jeanette. Don't do it. To my DNA, it's like, that's a red flag. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you an investigator? Are you like an op? Like, what You're are you doing want? too much? Why are you asking just... so many questions? That like you sh- you should ask to me when you're first at least the first couple, two or three dates. I feel like it should just be like ger- like current, general you know interests, passions, dreams, yeah. whatever. But when you get start getting into wanting to know my family tree and uh, like want to know how many body <laughs> cat oh you may- kids or you- well kid that's fair I think sorry I think not kids but like it's like you want to know body count you want to know all this stuff it's like no but kids is something that should be mentioned in no that yeah first initial conversation I agree so that's I, not that's nothing that's else. not digging deep that's, that's a part of who you are that's like saying you know my name is Jim yes yeah. yes no that's I I re- yeah I said that out of turn mm-hmm. that's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's what I was going to, like, where you work. It's like, it's like pretty much you're asking me how much I make when you say, when you ask me that. Like, that's a real bad. When they ask where you work, like, in that first, it's like, you can ask me what I do. You can ask no, me what I do. No, my favorite is how much do you make? There are some people who are boldly just, Bold like. Bold and bright. That's like, what? Why are you watching my pockets? Like, what? You want me to give you my, my notice of assessment? Like, what the hell? Yes, what? exactly. <laughs> like, you're the tax man? <laughs> like, you work for. You work for the damn the damn tax people. Like, which one? Are you an undercover like, investigator? Stop. Like, the I way can. these questions are coming at me, I feel like you're some type of. You're CRA's like. At my door. like stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so that's it. No, everything comes in sections, though. I'll agree with you on that. Like everything comes in sections. You know, there's what I mean? appropriate like, time to ask. You can is. ask questions. There's that's a part of getting to know somebody. But and I think even if you you are off in timing, the mm-hmm. best thing to do is to approach them like. You know, I'm really interested in asking you this, but I don't know how you're going to feel about it. So, e- okay, even if you do you that, know? yes, even if you do that, then I think I won't be as, I won't be as, yeah, like, be I'm not off. trying to be all up in your business, right? But I'm curious. Yes, because then that will take some of the edge off, because when you just come in hot like that, then I'm like, turn off. Big time. No and s- and mm-hmm. I do agree with you, because, mm-hmm. and oh, sorry, I've always said this, and I'll say it quickly. Mm-hmm. If I'm dating you and in the first three months you want to talk to me about finances, oh, we're done. You understand? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I trust me, I've been through things mm. where I put certain things into place. And one of them is if in the first 90 days of me knowing you, I hear anything about your finances, it's a done deal. Like we're what over, they're asking for, like they're asking for help? No, n- not even yet. Not even quite dry begging. Mm-hmm. No. When I start to hear like, oh, well, the sob story and oh, the oh, car no. broke down on this side. And I don't know how I'm going to get the car again. And oh, Lord Jesus, the rent soon. Nah, bro. No, that's not my problem. None of that. That's not my problem. I don't want to hear none of that. Because like you said, we're getting to know each other. And I don't want to hear what your financial burdens are, even if you're having them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. It's none of my business. I'm just getting to know you. Can I know you outside of your credit score? Like, yes, please, please, please. <laughs> please and thank you. Like, stop this. But anywho, that was a nice call out. That was a nice call out still. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to keep it moving into the workout. <laughs> workout right so this is where we get a chance to work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness 
and do deep dive discussions on issues that are affecting our culture now. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> we said it earlier in the head in the headlines that we're going to talk about this because we understand that this is a big something to do. This is a global conversation somehow, but we're going to talk about it here on the hearts and minds. And so we're going to take first a recap. Now I'm sure everybody's been hearing this to the point where it's like, I'm done with it, Mm, but we're going to keep, we're going to, we're going to hold a quick little recap of what did pop off. Right. So the Oscars, the Oscars, (laughs) I forget exactly what day. I think it was a Sunday, Sunday, the Sunday of last week, the Oscars were on and Chris Rock is, you know, an announcer. He's also presenting and he's on stage and he's a comedian. We all know who Chris Rock is and we love Chris Rock dearly. He is funny as shit. However, he went a little too far for Will Smith today. Okay. He was not having it. And so while on stage, he cracked a joke and his words were, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see you. That was his words. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith's reaction, I don't know. I don't know if that was appropriate reaction for what did Papa, but he went up on the stage. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I nearly had a conniption, but he went up on the stage, slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> walked off the stage, went back to his seat and cursed him out. And he said verbatim, sorry, mama, I'm gonna have to swear, but keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. Two times. Out of your fucking mouth. Yes. He said this two times at the top of his lungs. And the second time he got just a little bit louder than Mm. the first you understand Mm. Mm. why he didn't say that when he was on stage not sure but he came off stage to have the cussing session from the chair um because he was done slapping the shit out of um chris rock so now (laughs) let's go into the reactions of the people at the oscars (laughs) witnessing the the, the 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 nonsense. Lupita is a uh, wins the award for me. <laughs> Lupita wins hands Ooh. down. <laughs> Lupita. Lupita was me. I was her. <laughs> Lupita, you dress so appropriately for this moment, okay? Because you deserve to take an Oscar. You <laughs> you should have at least two of them up on the table because when I saw her face. <laughs> it was like she was like you said I was channeling her she was channeling me and what I was saying in my head was girl do you see what the hell is happening in front of you? <laughs> do you see what's happening because she looked around like what is going on what is happening but she had so much grace and composure. Yes, yeah, she did. She did. And she had such a beautiful dress on to do it. She just, she was in the frame. She was in the frame <laughs> where he was cussing out and Jada's looking at Will like, mm-hmm. 
looking at Jada like, what are you letting your man do right now? Like, what are you letting your man do? You need to, you need to get your man. Like, you need to. That was one reaction. But another reaction that I wanted to mention was um, uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. She's go- oh, She's God. making circles, too. Like, the two biggest meme reactions are Lupita and uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole, Nicole Kidman's, Kidman's face, her hand, her whole body reaction. looked like, oh, oh, my gosh. What is going on here? You know, um... I was like, wow. And the award goes to, <laughs> but Lupita would have won. Sorry. Yeah, Lupita um, got that Because she held composure, yet she gave it all away in the yeah. eyes. Yes. Look the eyes. The eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in the eyes. Now, Nicole Kidman, I'm sorry. You're not aging well. Nicole Kidman, <laughs> you are a beautiful actress. I love a lot of movies that you're in, but you are not aging. She's done a lot of work on her face. It's actually gotten better. It used to be worse. Her first aging well. You're not (laughs) aging well. I we could we could give her grace though because I'm gonna give her grace, but that pose of your mouth wide open and your hands flaring (laughs) all over the place. not very, you know, it didn't do you good. It didn't do you good. Um but yeah, she just looked beside herself. But it's like, okay. <laughs> now, there was another reaction. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just by this gentleman, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, but it yes. was by Denzel Washington. Yes. By Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. And they all had to get their boy. They all had mm-hmm. to get their boy. But Samuel L. Jackson kind of high fived. He high fived him. Yeah, that's yeah. He, that's what he. You know, he. Ch- you know, he kind of. But like, I feel like Samuel L. Jackson is from a different generation. Yeah, he's a, he's not about he's about that smoke. So. <laughs> yeah, especially when it comes to his wife. You mm. know what I mean? Yes, um, that's true. So yes. Now these people's reactions were very startling, very funny. Um, but I was a little concerned that all of a sudden all these black men in, in Hollywood are, are, are flocking to him. And I don't know what Denzel, I, well, I heard snippets of what Denzel supposedly said to him and he was trying to, you know, like check him on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Tyler Perry, like, I was just like, okay, well, where were you guys when you saw him walking to the stage? But I don't blame that anybody for that because everybody, what we're forgetting to mention is that nobody thought this was serious until Will got back in his seat and said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like everybody Thank was you. laughing. Everybody mm-hmm. thought this was a bit. So mm-hmm. I don't blame, like nobody thought to everybody. No. Yeah, so I think it's not until... No, I'm not blaming them, mm-hmm. but I, it, it would have been nice if you had stopped him. It would have yeah, been nice, nobody, mm. No, but nobody could have projected that, no, and nobody, I get that. Yeah. And I get that. So we're going to move into our personal perspectives, and so I just want to get mine out of the way, because since yeah. this all popped off, I've been wanting to say my something about this. <laughs> so, first of all, I did want to mention, when you said just now that you a lot of people thought it was fake. Yes, Initially, when I saw it, I was like, this is so staged. It's ridiculous. Now, the reason why I felt it was staged, and I'll mention these reasons very briefly, but one was if a man like Will Smith is going to 
react in such a way where he's going to lose total understanding of where he is and go up on stage. I didn't think he would have slapped him. I think he would have decked him. I think he would have, if it was really a natural reaction. Mm -hmm. Second, the man was laughing. Like Mm -hmm. he was laughing. I didn't think it was that like serious of a joke. Um, and, and, and lastly, I know the Oscars is having issues. They've been having issues. Yeah. Um, and so I would not, now here's my conspiracy mind kicking in, is that I wouldn't be surprised if this was orchestrated to bring more attention to the Oscars. So anyways, <clears throat> that's why I initially thought this was fake. But as time went on, my opinion has uh, grown quite a bit and I still a part of me feel like this is fake a part Mm. of this was fake yeah a part of this was staged or I don't know because right but another one is that Will Smith he wanted to go in there with the objective of changing people's minds about him the last two years of his life he has been made to look like the biggest pom-pom you could ever see and his, he's been demasculated all over the place from the hands of his own wife. So I feel as though when he went up on the stage, a part of that response was a combination of things. One, he's tired of hearing it. He's tired of feeling less than as a man. And lastly, it's taunting. It, it, it's taunting him on a daily basis, every single day. So he went up there with that in mind. And I feel, at least, that's my perspective. And two, people have this narrative that he was protecting Black women. And initially, I was like, it is nice to see a Black man protect a Black woman. It is nice to see. I'm sorry. It's nice to see. However, should have been done that way? I don't think so. Should it have resorted to embarrassing and humiliating another Black man? No, I don't think so at all. However, black women are are never protected. We're always left kind of to our own devices. So it was nice to see that a black man was was prepared to protect his black wife. However, I then asked myself, was this really about him protecting anybody? Or was this about him and only him? And Having his wife, having alopecia was just an escape. Last point that I wanted to make on this was, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, was that the Oscars, you know, they're not what they used to be. And since, you know, Jada and Will Smith did boycott back in, I think, 2017, when they boycotted, you could, there was a big decline. Mm. in in viewership and and supporting of the oscars yeah with oscars so white well exactly and so could this be the way that the oscars was like oh no we're gonna bring your attention back to the oscars we are definitely by orchestrating this now a lot has taken um place after this has happened we've heard apologies yeah you know we've heard that he's resigned will smith mm-hmm. <clears throat> the the narrative has changed and now it's more about the mental health of chris rock which i think we should have always been concerned with it was just really funny to see the dynamics on the oscars of 
in one breath allowing this man to hurt another black man and then give him an award. Um, which I understand the politics behind that. I understand why the Oscars probably had to do what they did. However, it does feed into this perspective I have of this. I feel like this was put on by the Oscars Mm. and they chose one of the, one of the best, um, actors in Hollywood (laughs) to accomplish this. Because if you think about it, Will Smith, he's an A-class guy. You know, yeah. a lot. Think, of yeah, people... we need to put that at the forefront. This is a very, <clears throat> very out of character. This is a, this is so out of character. After this whole shebang, this whole shitty ass situation at the Oscars, they went to this mother, this man's mother. Okay, and even his mother in an interview said, "I don't know what's going on with my son, mm. but this is not him. Mm-hmm. This is not. He's not this combative. He's not. I don't know what's happening." Um, and so we all know this is not his character. This is not Will's character. Um, not to say that as a man, he probably hasn't gotten into different, you know, tiffs and stuff like that. I remember once someone tried to kiss him, he, he slapped the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a man who was interviewing him, who tried to kiss him and he was like, uh, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's very little about his life. And Jada, with her red table talk, came and put everything on the blast. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, it's like we found out so much more about Will Smith or confirm confirmation because we know he was out in the streets, too, having his own entanglements. But either which way, this is man and wife at this establishment and. I, I just don't think this is the right way to handle it. I think maybe if you wanted to deck him, you should have waited till commercial break. I went up there and did your do it. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not promoting violence, but if you felt that enraged for you to lose total, total self in this situation, you know, I don't know. I, I, I really, I, I'm beside myself to see that Will Smith has, shown me this demonstration of anger um a light at what we've said before is that a lot has happened since that and they want to take his oscar and you know he netflix i i heard today actually netflix is uh has a movie that they're putting on hold from will smith so there's a lot that's happening to him and the narrative has changed in in less than two weeks of of at first, it was like, yeah, he's protecting black women and he's protecting his wife. And, you know, Chris Rock has been, you know, definitely antagonizing him and this and that and the third. And now want to strip him of his Oscar and putting his movie on hold and resigning and the mental health of Chris Brown. And it's just interesting. So what is your take on what is going on here? First of all, I can't wait for this shit to be over. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta wait another two weeks, girl. I'm so over it. Um, Personally, uh, I mean, okay. I, it's unfortunate, again, that I I feel bad for Will Smith. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I think if it's gonna, I'm gonna be, you probably, people are gonna hear my bias here, but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna... I feel bad for Will Smith that he, cause he really ruined his own moment. Like all, oh, lots of people sure coming is. in with their two cents. The Aussie, yeah. For the people complaining about the Oscars, oh, he ruined the moment, blah, blah. Listen, he got more fucking viewers. So, I mean. I was going to say, did he really though? Cause no one's going to forget this Oscar. 
Yeah, so yeah, he may have ruined his he may have ruined his own moment, but he definitely didn't ruin the Oscar. He ruined his image. He's keeping at the the very most. Yes, Mm -hmm. he definitely damaged um his his image that you know everybody knows him as as right, and um you know this was just to add some context and and how I'm thinking about these things. This was his first win. He was supposed to win for concussion. I think he he was he was nominated maybe for concussion even though that was like the buzz so I think maybe that's around the time where they him and his wife boycotted the 2016 Oscars mm-hmm. and then he, um he didn't win for Ali which is fine but I think he he got his moment we knew this was going to be his moment right? right and and again then that year that 2016 um incident where Chris Rock had that joke and he calls out Jada because she was, you know, she was talking, you know, in the Oscar so white conversation. And she's like, how can you boycott something that you weren't invited to? Which I think is the bald joke was 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 light if he didn't know about the alopecia situation. And I'm assuming that Chris Rock didn't know about that just to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what he said in 2016 was definitely worth a tump. But um, but who knows wow. the conversations in between there, right? And I think, mm-hmm. like you said, I think this was an accumulation of mm-hmm. like, and he literally said it when he got his award. It's like, yeah. how many, how many bloody times am I gonna stand here and let you guys literally stand up in my face and and joke and joke and joke and joke? And you know, I think that's even like somebody like me, like you, you, you. St- I'm like that. Like I'll let things go until that, that it's not okay, and it's not healthy. It's not a good idea. And maybe there are better ways. There, there are better, better ways of dealing with it. But I, you could tell that he lost control. He did something he didn't want to do, and obviously he's facing all the like all the things that you brought up. Um, he's facing the consequences. So, you know, I mean, he's gonna face them. He made a decision, and hey, what are you gonna do? What I don't like, what I don't yeah. like, first of all, is all these bloody white people coming in with their two cents. Amy Schumer. What's his face? Jim Carrey. Um, and- yeah, Jim Carrey. I was like, first of all, where the hell have you been? Second of all, sit down. Zoe Kravitz. I'm like, Zoe, you lost a lot. I had to unfollow. I'm like, Zoe, 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 Zoe. You should have just... You can you could be disappointed and even disgusted. Like, that's fine. But I think certain people, I think most people, especially Hollywood people, mm-hmm. needed to keep quiet. I actually think they needed to keep quiet because basically nobody's perfect. So all these people, like Jim Carrey, he, like he, all his skeletons are coming out of the closet when he was at the MTV Awards and he won an award and he like just tongued down Alicia Silverstone, who was 19 at the time and he yep, was 35. Right? And then... All the other people at the Oscars, there was an old 70s clip that came up where John Wayne was like yelling and almost attacking this Native Indian woman who won who won an award. Did they take any award from him? Um, all these pedophiles, Woody Allen, um, Roman Polanski, who are known mm-hmm. pedophiles, you give them awards, have you ever told them to step down? No. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it's a hypocrisy. I can't stand it. <clears throat> I can acknowledge that it was a bad, like it didn't need to go down that way. And obviously it's unfo- it was bad. I can acknowledge that violence is not the answer blah 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 but i'm like really everybody's casting their stones it makes me sick and so right. it's unfortunate that it happened but i'm you know with the whole protect black woman i do think you know i had that that i think it was accumulations of things i think he he i think he remembered that stupid joke from 
2016. He saw the reaction because he, you know, he was kind of neutral before he saw Jada looking. Vexed. He was laughing. He saw yes. his wife was vexed, and he went up there and slapped the shit yeah. out of you. And maybe I think there's some, you know, he's also he said that he wants to be his wife's. He wants to be his wife's protector. He wants to be that that dude for her, right? Yeah, so, aka Tupac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's like he's right. He's written about it. So yes, that is that. There's a part of that. It's a bunch of things. The whole entanglement thing, and then not two weeks before there was an interviewer who brought that up, and he laughed it off. All these things kind of kind of happening, and I think it was an accumulation of that. But personally, um, I do think it's real. I don't. I think a lot of people agree with you. I've heard conspiracy theories, and I'm going to be interested to see what they say. They are going to have a Red Table talk, because I'm kind of waiting for the April Fools. <laughs> right? Well, initially, when I saw it, I was like, okay, so when are they going to say cut? Right? <laughs> yeah, so, cut. We all, so it'll be but interesting you to You know see. what? I think what got me about it, uh, to make me believe it was fake, mm-hmm. is that I've seen a man who really went to defend his wife mm-hmm. or not his wife, but his woman. Mm-hmm. And I've seen what a man, when a, when a man gets to a point where he's going to go and be the aggressor and mm-hmm. come like that, you are not slapping anybody. You are thumping the man down. I think he caught, you know what? The way he reeled his arm, I feel like he caught himself. I feel like he caught himself to be honest because he, or did he, or, or was it that he wanted to make it be known that he was slapping him? Well, that too. Because when that's you more, see that's clip, more humiliating. I think the slap is more humiliating, to be honest. And 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 <laughs> that's why I say that's exactly why I say that it felt staged because a a man who's in that sense, this is someone who is stepping so far outside of their character mm-hmm. while at their job. Mm-hmm. okay he's at his job this is a part of his job so he has a reputation that he's built so long mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean he's doing great things yes so why would you lose yourself to the and you went from you went from laughing to looking at your wife to getting up from your seat and walking on the stage so in that motion when you look at the action a man who is that enraged is not going up on that stage to slap nobody. He's mm-hmm. going on that stage to to thump you down. You understand? He's coming close fist. Mm-hmm. That's what I would see. That would a man who is that that angry. You understand? Yeah. So the point that he didn't do that showed me that it wasn't out of a real sense of anger. If you look at the course of events, he was laughing. So he wasn't even in that enraged stage Mm -hmm. where he's going to lose so much sight of where the hell he is and what the hell he's doing that he's going to get up on the Oscars stage and go and do that. And second, it happened so quickly where at first people weren't sure. Did Did he full like punch him? Or did mm. he slap him? Mm. And it wasn't until Chris Brown made it be known. Chris Rock. Sorry, Chris Rock. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Chris Rock. There's too many of them out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyhow, Chris Rock, he had to tell us that it happened. Yes. He told us what happened. Yeah, Will Smith slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> We would have just thought, we would have just been like, what what just happened? Like we're not sure what happened. And they could have just kept on going Mm -hmm. but he stopped to tell us 
That's true. So I, I just feel like it was a really staged situation. Whether Will Smith was the one that staged it in his mind. Yeah. Okay, this is the ideal moment. This is your moment. I can imagine him having that conversation in the seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jada's vex. He just made a stupid ass comment. Okay, I'm gonna get up right now and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna slap him, slap mm-hmm. the shit out of him, right? And then come off the stage looking like not only a hero, but because I'm protecting my wife. But now don't mess with me because yeah. yes. you don't want to get he you put, don't he get put every he put everybody on notice. He put everybody, everybody on notice. Everybody and their mother, right? So, and then that's why I went with my, like when I was saying my first perspective, he wanted to erase the two years of pum pumness <laughs> that we have been seeing of Will. A lot of people have been on him. There's been memes made about this man. Mm-hmm. The word entanglement, people can't say it without thinking of Will and Jada. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a regular schmegular world, you know, in the Webster's dictionary, and all of a sudden it had take on a whole life of its own, yeah. and it's like a birth child of of Jada and Will, the word entanglement, like, and on top of that, he's been doing award shows, and who was it? Uh, Cox, what's her first name? I forget her first name, but she interviewed them just the other day on the red carpet. And here she Oh yeah, Laverne Cox. Intent. Yeah, that's what Laverne I was talking Cox. about. Yeah. That was just the other day. Mm-hmm. So the man's going to do his job, and he, I understand everybody's poking, you know, at him. But just let the man do his job. He can't walk... It, it was tasteless. Job. I think at that point, I mean, that wasn't... The t- I feel like two years after that the incident like that was as a red carpet interviewer like if you were like one of those like instagrammers or something doing that maybe or tmz but like you're a red you're like an official correspondent and that's what you're talking to them there there you there i think mm-hmm. that when that happened he said Will not- said to himself yes okay this is no longer on this the is internet. the last time <laughs> this is not on the internet anymore this is not the memes and the jokes on the instagram no this is up close and personal i'm mm. walking on the damn red carpet now and every everybody you know and and to be honest in that situation with her she's lucky that they stopped to talk to her yes okay as a black trans woman she's lucky and when he gave her the bligh thinking okay you know what the black trans lady she's not gonna go into you know no entanglements entanglement this and that the man at that moment said i gotta do something i was with you i actually that i put that in the list of things that accumulated <laughs> to that slap yes i yes, do yes and, okay and so, so something i want to say yeah is just to close it out i mean it's unfortunate it happened i think everybody needs to shut up like i said and we need to remember, I, I feel like they're trying to nail, like people are like, yes, people have to have accountability, but he took his, he took control and he stepped down from the academy. I feel like nobody should, like, is he supposed to bleed on the screen for everybody? Is he supposed to fucking slit his throat, his throat about this? Like, like, what the hell do you want this man? He has given us over 25 years. And I'm sorry, I'm one of these people. Some people are like yeah. privilege, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I think somebody who has contributed contributed to how much he has into entertaining us and trying to stay positive, especially for the black community, jovial. This guy has always put on his best his best face. He's always put his best foot forward, no matter what challenges, everything he's gone through. I mean, 
you know, I'm give you know, all that to say for me, I'm giving him grace. I'm giving him grace. I'm sorry that mm-hmm. happened that had to happen to Chris Rock, but something to Chris Rock, to his point. Remember Chris Rock made a movie called Black Hair? Okay. Say it now. Say it now. Okay. Okay. He made a movie called Black Hair. And there's, okay. two, there's two ways of looking at it. Mm-hmm. There's one way to say he was trying to shed light and help people understand. That's one hand. And I took it. But at first, and I later on came around to say, like, okay, it's not necessarily, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But there was some kind of, there were a couple of jabs to what black women do with their hair in it, if you if you really look bad. Like, it was filmed nice and yep, jovial. Yeah, I saw the movie. Yep, there were lots of jabs. Yep, microaggressions. Yep. From mm-hmm. him, as a black man. Mm-hmm. Yep. As a um, black man, and mm-hmm. so that's you know that's uh, so he's not looking too good for me there. And also, when there's another comedian that there was a comedian called Louis C.K. that he you know there was a conversation on saying the N word, and Chris Rock was kind of like siding siding with that person that 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 mm-hmm. that white comedian Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying that even though Chris he's very you know when his comedy is very. I would say, you know, to the point, and he does talk about issues in the black community, and he is for his community and speaking on behalf of black people, but, and the double standard in America, but he has done some things where I'm just like, uh, I don't know, like you're kind of cooning a little bit, just a little, just a Kinda? little, hmm. yeah, a couple of um, times. So that's kind of why, again, where, again, that first initial comment, it was like, what? why did you have to choose a black woman to make a joke about her hair? Well, Why did you thing. have to go about uh, on Jada again? It's kind of like, did you want to, like, you know, it's kind of like an assholey thing. Well, you know what? I think that, um, you know, comedians have to understand that you're going to get heckled. Yes. Now, in this situation, you got slapped the shit out of him. Yes. Like, honestly. you did. In his own words. <laughs> yeah, he, in his own words that he drew my attention to. <laughs> but... He, he needs to understand that not everybody is going to take well to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, in this situation, did he deserve to get no. slapped like that and humiliated? No, not at all. However, you might think twice when you want to talk about a woman's hair. You a might black think woman's twice, hair. A black woman's hair specifically. You yourself have seen what black women have to go through. You made a whole flipping film about it. So you should see that a black woman's crown and glory is how she expresses herself through her hair. So you should not be attacking any black woman for that matter, Mm -hmm. okay? You should not. And in this case, was it an attack? No, Mm -hmm. but you did bring light to something that didn't have to bring, you didn't have to bring light to it at all. Mm -hmm. That her head was bald. Mm -hmm. Jada has never had long hair, Mm -hmm. never ever. She's had short hair for the majority of her life. Yeah. Okay. Of what we've seen of, of her. Of what we've seen of her. Yeah. Okay. So just let a, 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 a gorgeous black woman be. Yeah. I don't understand why you had to do that at all. Um, and it was uncalled for. So unfortunately you had Will's wife's name in a yabout <laughs> much. And yes, he got he tired of it. Mm-hmm. And he slapped the shit out of you. Was he right? I don't think so. Mm. However, you're not getting the point here, bruh. Because nah. this is from 2016. See me? Yeah. So you should have, you know, tread lightly with that. But you didn't. 
And so it is what it is. So, you know, to end the show on a, on a good note, okay, which, <laughs> yeah. Well, the good note is that at least Will can acknowledge where he went wrong and he can be accountable for the actions that he held. Um, and hopefully, you know, Chris Rock will keep Jada's name <laughs> out of his damn mouth. You understand? <laughs> hopefully. 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 Um, but with that said, we do hope that your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart or your mind, please stay passionate and thoughtful, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.